0: All right, guys, welcome, welcome to the podcast. My name is Brian Murphy, and this is the Reflecting In podcast. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. Hitting that thumbs up button in the description allows the algorithm on YouTube to be able to spread this podcast across, across the world, the world of YouTube and other places as well, to reach more people. And that is uh, what I would like to see happen, is this podcast reach the four corners of the earth and uh and to be able to impact other people and give them encouragement amen so guys go ahead and like that uh thumbs up button subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell uh, right here so that way that you can get updates when we go live again and more episodes are uploaded um also if you are more of an audio file, if you're more of an audio person Um, you can go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or virtually anywhere you can can, uh, listen to podcasts, even Google, Google Podcasts, we have it on there as well. So go ahead and subscribe on the platform of your choice so that you can get updates on when we upload a new podcast episode. Um, along the same lines, please, if you can, leave a written review on Apple Podcast. This allows for my, uh, our podcast to climb the charts and to reach more people so that more people can be impacted, so that Apple Podcasts can promote our podcast um, on the platform. You can also leave a five-star review on Spotify as well. Um, just go to the Reflecting Him podcast on Spotify, Listen to a few episodes, see how you like it, and give an according review. Um, Five stars would be great, but, you know, be honest, right? Uh, Give us some feedback as well. Leave in the comments how we can improve this podcast, what topics you would like us to to talk about, what guests you would like to see on this podcast, um, just to make it great, uh, just to make it bigger and better every single episode. All right, guys, now that that is out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. Today's topic is uh, about burnout. Um, Specifically, I want to talk about burnout in ministry, but we'll cover the general topic of burnout, uh, which covers all different areas that we can experience burnout in, uh, not only ministry, but life um, and family and different different areas. This can be applied across the board, right? And so I'm just going to open up my notes here, and let's get started. So we're going to talk about burnout in ministry and the differences between burnout being tired and being overwhelmed, because there are slight differences between the different ones. Um, If you say I'm tired and you say you're also burnout, let's differentiate between the two so that you're not confusing the two. Um, So first, let's go ahead and define what burnout is. Burnout, according to the Oxford Dictionary online, is the reduction of a fuel or substance to nothing throughout use or combustion. Uh, Further, the Webster's Dictionary explains burnout as exhaustion of physical or emotional strength or motivation usually, uh, sorry, exhaustion of physical or emotional strength or exhaustion of motivation usually as a result of prolonged, prolonged stress or frustration. And that's from the Webster's Dictionary. Let's go ahead and define what tiredness is. Tiredness is drained of strength and or energy, fatigued often to the point of exhaustion. And the definition of overwhelmed is overcome by force or numbers, or completely overcome or overpowered by thought or feeling. So let's differentiate between the three. The big difference between burnout and let's say tiredness is that you can easily recover from tiredness go and take a nap. All right. You know, this, this episode is, um, is inspired by two podcasts that I've been listening to lately. The future is now podcast with Spencer Nakamura and the Greg Rochelle leadership podcast. Now Greg Rochelle in his leadership podcast, he differentiates between being burned out and feeling overwhelmed and tired. And he says, tiredness, you can easily recover from, you can just take a nap. Get some extra sleep in your schedule. Um, You know, drink extra water, whatever you have to do to, to awaken yourself and rejuvenate yourself. Being tired is not the same as burnout because burnout happens over a longer period of time and burnout is harder to recover from. And coming from experience, I can, I know how hard it is to recover from burnout. I've experienced burnout in ministry. I've experienced burnout in my job and my career, and I've experienced burnout honestly in my family as well and in my relationships. I've I've experienced burnout. I know it sounds so bad, but it, if if I if I am qualified to. <laughs> If what qualifies me to, to talk about burnout on this episode, on this podcast is experience then so be it because I've experienced burnout in virtually every area of my life. Is that bad? Absolutely yes. Um, but I've considered it a blessing that I've gone through burnout in multiple areas so I know how to tackle it again, I know how to prevent it in the future, and I know how to recover from it if it does happen again. And I can also teach you guys and explain to you guys what the different types of burnout are, how to prevent it, and how to also recover and resurrect from burnout. Why do I say resurrect? Burnout is almost like the death of you in the area um that it happens in um and it, when you recover from it it literally feels like you're resurrecting from the dead you're you're starting from the bottom and you're working your way back up to where you were where you fell in burnout usually burnout happens way up here where you have you have you know you've done you've done so much you've gone so far and then boom burnout happens and you drop all the way down to the bottom it happens all the time in ministry um and you see you know pastors you see leaders in the church drop from up here where they made it so far but they didn't work on preventive maintenance if you will on their way up and so when they drop it's really hard for to get from zero to where they were it takes a very long time it doesn't happen overnight so let's get back to what we were saying the differences between being burnout being tired and being overwhelmed or being exhausted Um, and again the, the 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 main difference between burnout and tiredness is that you can easily recover from being tired just take a nap get some extra sleep Recovering from burnout, again, like I said, is a longer process and, and um, it, 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 is, it needs a lot more than just taking a nap to recover from. Now, being overwhelmed. Let's talk about being overwhelmed really quick. Um, the definition says being overcome by force or numbers or completely overcome or overpowered by thought or feeling. Have you ever been overwhelmed by your thoughts or your feelings to the point where you you're not um, you're not performing well in something, uh, or you are not uh, performing well in your ministry or performing well in the area that you're experiencing this in? When you are overwhelmed, you are being bombarded left and right by different things that are now weighing you down and burdening you to the point where you can't exceed and you can't grow anymore. When you're being overwhelmed, uh, it feels like there is a weight on your shoulders um, from a weight from, you know, having to perform more than what you are capable of. Um, How many of you have experienced In ministry where you are volunteering Um, but you know you are you you pride yourself in being the jack-of-all-trades where you are you have the ability or you have the capability of performing in multiple areas you know you are the cameraman you know Sunday morning And then next time, next time you're ushering, and next time you are parking lot, you're you're directing traffic, you know. And then next time you are a greeter. Next time you are, you know, on stage, you know, giving the offering. Or and then the the next weekend you are in the salvation, you know, room, you know, where you are ministering um, to to the people that just gave their lives, you know, that weekend or whatever. When you are being overwhelmed is another, is another uh, word for being stretched thin where you are being pulled in multiple directions when you should be sticking to either one or just a few areas of service, okay, in ministry. Um, this can, being overwhelmed can also be experienced in other areas or multiple areas of life at once. You could be experiencing um you know uh being tired or you are experiencing burden in your family in church in your relationships and in your career all at the same time and you're being overwhelmed by all um you know by being asked to do something or or you know performing this way or performing that way it all can lead to being overwhelmed. I've been there, and I know you have probably been there as well. So, leading into this next uh, er, uh, or this next topic of this episode is how to um, what leads to burnout. Okay, now what leads to burnout? The first thing I have is misprioritization. Now what i what i want you to do uh either you know in your head or on a sheet of paper just write out list out the things that are important to you look at them look at the list of things that are important to you and then ask yourself are you prioritizing those important things because what happens one of the things that causes burnout is this misprioritization of the important things in life so when you're not prioritizing the important things that that have value to you, I'm not talking about value to others, because if you prioritize what is valuable and important to others before the things that are valuable and important to yourself, you are a yes man, you are a yes woman, and that is probably not but one of the worst things you could possibly be, is a yes man or a yes woman. Um, and we'll get to that in a little bit, more on that later. But it's very important to prioritize the things that are of value and importance to you personally, because when you get those out of the way, what happens is that now when you have, let's say you have a jar full of water and the water represents your energy, your time, and your ability to perform, okay, and to give, When you when you empty out your jar towards the things that are important and of a value to to you personally, now you're left with what you can give to others. Okay, because if you if you go ahead and you empty your jar, if you fuel into the things that are important and of value to others first You're left with a mediocre amount at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month for yourself. And that's what we call I'm drained. I'm drained out. I don't have what it takes to move on because I haven't invested in myself first before investing into others. Now, we can can argue, you know, oh, like, you know, we have to. We have to give. We have to be um, generous. You know, because when we are generous in ministry, it fuels back into us. There is. There is yes and no. Okay. There are some things that we do in ministry that does fuel. That does fuel our our. You know, fuel up our tank so that we can then invest more. Right. Um, for example, going to a small group or a life group. It's not doing ministry, it's being a part of a ministry, okay? So you're going to a small group to refuel, you know, once a week or once a month, however however many times you attend a home group or a small group. This can be the same thing as attending church or a church service or a worship night, Um, you can attend, you can refuel, and then you're now good for the rest of the week or however long um, it fuels you up for, okay? But that's being a part of a ministry that someone else is fueling their time and energy into, okay? So the home group leader is emptying himself or herself uh, so that you can come to them to be refueled for their week. Now, leading in ministry does uh, refuel you a little bit but not all the way there are uh, you know there are people that do get that do benefit from leading in a ministry or leading they they can experience a, a small refuel you know in their spiritual life or in their emotional or mental uh, capacity um, and that's great some people don't. And we have to, and you have to realize within yourself who you are. Are you someone that benefits in leading others, or are you, or do you benefit more from being led? Um, and that's a good question to ask yourself. So, look at that list of things that are important to you, um, and 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 ask yourself: Are you prior prioritizing those important things and valuable things in your life, so that you can live from your overflow or you can live from what's left rather than you know pouring into everybody first and then only having a little bit for yourself and you might be you know asking me well you know that's kind of prideful or that's kind of like that's being selfish no it's it's taking care of yourself and we'll get more into that in a little bit my next point and what is what leads to burnout is not feeding yourself you're not fueling yourself with the necessary things to help motivate you and grow you in that area so if you are not feeding yourself with you know books podcasts if you're not feeding yourself with going to that small group every week, if you're not feeding yourself with the Word of God, if you're not feeding yourself with spending time with the Lord, if you're not feeding yourself with spending time with your mentors and learning and, and growing with them and growing from them, you it will eventually lead uh, to burnout. Because what happens when you're driving a car, if you don't, if you don't stop for gas every once in a while, You're going to run out of gas and your car is gonna stop working. Okay? Simple as that. It can easily transfer over to how the human body works and how your spiritual life works. If your spiritual life is running and not getting fuel along the way periodically or all the time, doesn't matter how many times you stop for gas, but if you if you are waiting to stop for gas when you're on E. Over time, your engine doesn't like that, right? And so it's good to, to not wait until your engine is completely empty, okay? And you're, you know, you're burnt out on the side of the road. You're, you're out of fuel on the side of the road waiting for someone to come and help you, okay? My next point is the inability to say no or stop. I can't stress enough how important this is. Stop being a yes man. This is what I was talking about previously, Stop being a yes man or a yes woman. Stop being the jack of all trades. You know, you can take pride in yourself for being able to perform in multiple different areas. Okay, that's totally great. I know someone uh, in the church who was a good friend of mine, um, and he was a mentor of mine at, at one point, still, you know, still is in some areas. He was considered the jack of all trades in the church. He was the head of the media department. He was also getting started on internship, on on starting up the internship at our church. He was he was also on the worship team at some, and he was also, you know, leading uh, a small group, the small group that I went to at the time. He was a jack of all trades. He was able to perform in in multiple areas of, of ministry of the church. Um, but... I'm not saying that he was a yes man, but you can be in the same situation and be a yes man. And then now you're finding yourself stretched thin and being burnt out because people are relying on you and pulling you in different directions and saying, hey, you know, Brian, can you, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? And if you keep saying yes and yes and yes, and you don't empower yourself on your no, you will eventually burn out guaranteed. So it's okay to say no. It really is. The power of the no. The power of the word no. Now, you may be wondering, well, am I saying no to God and what he's telling me to do? This is where discernment comes, comes in, right? This is where knowing where your boundaries are also. There's a difference between when God calls you to do something and you say yes to it and when people come to you asking you to do something and you say yes to it. Um, When you are obedient to the Lord, it will not lead to burnout. And here's why. When God calls you, when the Holy Spirit calls you to do something, he knows that it's within your ability and it's within your budget, if you will. It is within your budget to do, to do that thing. Why? Because you are co-laboring with the Holy Spirit to do that thing. He will not ask you to do something by yourself unless it is, it is to teach you something. And that's totally different. We can talk about that another time. But usually when he asks you to do something, it is going to be within your means. And if it's not within your means, he is going to co-labor with you so that it, you're not running off of just your fuel source. You're running off of the infinite, unlimited fuel source that is the Holy Spirit's power. So that's different than when other people, multiple people, are coming at you at once asking you to do this, this, and that. When you say no to them, it's healthy, because um, when you say no, you know what your boundaries are and what your limits are. Okay, so that when you do say no, you're you know you're not you're not going over you're not going over your fuel reserve, and whatnot. Um, saying no is setting boundaries. So, recap on what leads you to burnout. Is misprioritizing the things that are important to you, not feeding yourself and not hooking you up to a supply line, and the inability to say no and/or stop. I want to hit on stopping just for one second. It is okay to stop every once in a while and just take a break. Um, as long as the break is not too long, that it creates. Uh, complacency. Okay. And then it, it creates, um, what's the term? Um, being too lenient or, um, another term of for like that, um, for complacency, laziness to the point where you're lazy. Um, Take a break long enough to rejuvenate yourself and then continue on. As simple as that. Now, moving on to how you can prevent burnout. This is very important. Let's take a look at some things that you can do to prevent burnout from happening. First of all, I want to talk about and highlight spending time with the Holy Spirit, point one, and point two, investing in the word, the word of the Lord, the Bible, okay? Spending time with the Holy Spirit, what that looks like is quality time with him will give you peace, wisdom, and, no, and, and the knowledge that you need to perform in the area that you could potentially experience burnout in. So when you are spending time with the Holy Spirit, what does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit? The, the Holy Spirit is wisdom. The Holy Spirit is also the helper. The Holy Spirit is also the comforter. The Holy Spirit is also a leader. So, and a mentor in multiple different areas. He is wise beyond understanding in every single area of life, every single area you can think of. He has something to say about it, and it's always wise and, and sound. So, when you spend quality time with Him, you are not only fueling yourself. Uh, with that quality of time but you're also learning from him simultaneously as you're fueling up and so what you are learning is knowledge and skills to be able to perform well and perform beyond even yourself in the area that you are working on or that you are working in or that you need to work in when you are when you are spending quality time with the Holy Spirit, when you are co-laboring with Him to do your ministry, to 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 help your family, to uh, to build your relationships, to uh, to to uh, perform well in your career, when you are doing it with Him, you're not only consistently refueling yourself to be able to to be able to perform, excuse me, but you're also learning the necessary skills to be able to grow. In that area, come on, somebody. All right, next one is investing in the word. Now, personally, the two books of the Bible that help me in times of stress or in need, when I feel like I'm getting close to burnout, or just in general preventive maintenance, the two books is Psalms and Proverbs. Um, Psalms helps me when I just need a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of peace. A little bit of sound of mind it just helps me okay um, reading the psalms over me reading the psalms as though i am david in those moments uh, really helps me and encourages me in the time of of being tired mentally emotionally and spiritually now uh proverbs proverbs is um is another resource just to gain some extra wisdom in areas and to gain some knowledge there too, as well. So Psalms and Proverbs are really good um, in preventing burnout and in preventing, you know, you from being overwhelmed and all that all that fun stuff. And just investing in the Word in general. When you are reading the Bible, it doesn't matter if it's just Proverbs or Psalms, but other books of the Bible, you, when you're reading the Word, you will feel rejuvenated at the end of it, and you will gain some knowledge and some wisdom in 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 some in some area of your life i can i can't count on my hands more more times than i can count of the times where i've read something and it spoke to my situation at that very moment the exact situation i was going through and it helped me through it thirdly self-care and self-love is very important an example of self-love self-care is spending quality time with yourself and with others in a social setting uh being around people at not in a an environment of you investing in them but just socially interacting with them you know going bowling with your friends going to dinner with your family um you know just spending quality time with them where you don't feel drained by the end of it, but you actually feel rejuvenated. Even though it might be tiring, um, when you spend time with, you know, lots of people, you actually feel like you've, you've accomplished something, but you've also, you've also been invested in, okay? Um, now if you are an introvert and you don't necessarily like spending, you know, quality time with, with lots of people, um, Spending time with yourself is just as important. Um, You know, extroverts, they need that social interaction with other people, multiple multiple people throughout the day, throughout the week to be able to feel refueled and rejuvenated. Um, You know, introverts, not so much, and that's okay. If you're an introvert, um, do what you need to do to invest in yourself um, that refuels you and rejuvenates you, okay? And fourth fourth point of how to prevent burnout is let the spirit the holy spirit lead you okay are you still trying to lead yourself in some of the areas that you know it'd be best if he led you let me ask that again are you still trying to lead yourself in some of the areas that it would be best if he helped lead you in I know some areas right now in my own life that I need to give over some control, if not all of the control um, to him to help me through it. um, Because I know that if I keep trying to lead myself in that area or control that area myself and keep trying and trying and trying, I'm gonna lead myself to burnout and quicker than I think it will happen. So. Consistently ask yourself, Holy Spirit, actually ask him, not ask yourself because your brain will sometimes try and trick yourself into believing that you can do it when you can't. So ask the Holy Spirit and he will give you an answer. Ask him, Holy Spirit, what areas do I need to give more control to you and more of the reins to you? Um, What areas do I completely need to hand over the reins to, to you so that you can lead me instead of trying to lead myself. And he will give you those areas and he will give insight on what that looks like. Um, I have here in my show notes um, a point that I was, was going to make. Um, and that is one of the biggest realizations I have had is that there is a difference between pursuing your passions and self-love, self-care. Now let me explain. Uh, Pursuing your passion is not self-love, self-care. Why? Because self-love and self-care help uh, fuel your passions, okay? So when you spend time with yourself and when you spend time loving and caring for yourself, when you sp- also spend time in the Word, and when you spend time with the Holy Spirit and and quality time with Him, that will help fuel the motivation to pursue your passions, okay? The passions that you have were placed in your heart by the Holy Spirit. Let me say that again. The, per- the passions of your heart. He gives us the desires of a heart. The desires of our heart are our passions. Now, for... For example, one of my passions is photography and media, videography. Um, I've experienced burnout in my passion, in pursuing my passion, because I didn't spend quality time with the Lord who gave me that passion in the first place. Okay? So, the desires of your heart, the passions of your heart, Come from the Holy Spirit, so spend time with them, spend time with the one that created you, and spend time with the one that created the desire in your heart. The reason why you, um, the reason why pursuing your passion and self-love and self-care is different is because pursuing your passion is. It, you're pursuing something, you're running after it. you're running or rather you're running towards it. you're running towards goals and dreams that you have set for yourself, right? But self-care and self-love and spending time with the Holy Spirit and investing in His word is feeding yourself. So the point I'm trying to make is that you have to have a balance between pursuing and feeding, okay? You have to have a balance between pursuing, and feeding this is why is imperative that um oh wait that's a different note. i'm sorry (laughs) i'm reading my notes i'm trying to multitask at the same time um yeah so so again i can't highlight enough if if you don't have a balance of pursuing and feeding yourself you will experience burnout at some point guaranteed um Going on to my next point. Um, When you burn—or why why is burnout in ministry worse than in other fields or other areas of life? Why do I think that burnout in ministry is worse than than burnout in other areas? is because when you are burnt out in ministry— or when you're burnt out in your Christian walk, in your spiritual life, in your spiritual walk, you are not only compromising the calling God has put on your life, which is the ministry, or whatever other calling that God has put on your life. You're not only compromising that, but you are also compromising the relationship you have with him as well. Okay? Okay? And when you compromise your relationship with the Lord, when you compromise your relationship with the Holy Spirit, that then compromises every other area of your life. Think about it. If you are not prioritizing your relationship with Jesus before anything else, all other areas will suffer in some way, shape, or form. This is why it's imperative and very important that you prioritize your relationship with Jesus before anything else. In Matthew six thirty-three, the NIV version says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. When you seek the kingdom, when you seek the Lord in your life, you will see that all all other areas of your life will begin to benefit from that and be blessed. And when that happens, burnout is virtually impossible. When you prioritize the Lord in your ministry, before your ministry, before serving the people, before serving the sons and daughters of God and the children of God. When you prioritize quality time with the Lord, you won't experience burnout. Because when you prioritize that, when you spend time with, with the Holy Spirit, he will give you the necessary wisdom and knowledge and skill to be able to perform in that ministry. He will also give you red flags for when you are reaching certain stages towards burnout he will say ah stop here say no to this person he will tell you when to slow down he will tell you when to take a pit stop and a fuel stop to re- refuel he will he will let you in on the boundaries that you should be placing so that you will not go down the road to burnout but you will go smoothly down the road that he has placed before you he says that he establishes your steps okay so that you won't experience um you know burnout he won't you won't experience um you know being burdened and you won't experience being tired all the time because he has established the road that you are going on he has established your footsteps um yeah guys let's take a little break and uh if you are listening to this and you're benefiting from this if you're being blessed by this go ahead and share this with your friends on social media go ahead and like and subscribe um this content so that you can be updated when more content comes your way um in the description below, I'm going to post the show notes. The notes that I'm reading off right now, I will actually put on a Google Doc that can be readable um, when you click the link that's in the description so that you can follow along and, and keep the notes from yourself so that this can keep on blessing you. And you can revisit this and, um, and re listen to this or reread uh, the show notes when you need to. Um, some other resources that have blessed me in the, in the past. Uh, relating to this topic, is the book, uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Um, and I don't have it with me, but um, I forget what the who the author is. But The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry talks about the necessity of the Sabbath and what it means to truly rest and rest in Him, rest in the Lord. Um, because... If you haven't experienced truly resting in the Lord, you have not truly rested. Amen. Um, And so go ahead and check that book out. Another book that I recommend um, that's more on the secular side. Um, It's not necessarily Christian, um, but it is a great resource and a good book that I benefit from that talks about sort of burnout, but it it talks about... um, it does talk about burnout, but it it talks about um, uh, restlessness. It talks about resistance and what res- and and who and what resistance is and how it affects our daily life, especially um, us creatives. Um, and 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 um, I I personally believe that people in ministry and in leadership positions can benefit from this resource as well. It is called um, the the war of our. The War of Art. Hold on. Yes, it is called The War of Art, and I'll have that description to the book um, in the description as well. Uh, the War of Art is a play of, play on words of the famous uh, big book by the by the um, by the um, military general um, who wrote the book, The Art of War, um, which talks about military or military strategies and how they can be applied to everyday life. Um, This is just a play on words, the war of art, um, but talking about resistance and um, talking about burnout, talking about writer's block, creative block, um, and leadership block. So check those out. And um, I'm going to go ahead and leave this here, guys. Um, I hope this has blessed you um, as much as it blessed as myself, because I'm learning things even by reading this. Um, and um, I was writing this episode today, and I was learning from it. Just, I was preaching to myself. Well, let's just say it that way. I was preaching to myself. So again, like this video if you have been blessed by this. And go ahead and subscribe, because uh, it will update you when we go live next time. Um, and so until next time, I hope you guys are blessed. And um, I will see you next time in two weeks. All right, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed this content and that it touched you in some way. Please leave a review. All feedback is good feedback. And we will see you next week.